Good morning, everybody. I am Nate. And I'm Brian. And welcome to Margin Call Media. Today is October 6th. It is Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, Spike Ball Taco Tuesday. And we are going to, sorry, I'm excited for tacos later. Uh, but we're going to be talking today about a couple things. We've got uh, how to survive in the gig economy. We're, how do we get these multiple streams of income? How can we use our skills to make more money? Uh, we're talking about cargo ships and shipping and the airline industry and how it's doing and how it's going to recover. Uh, same with oil, all that different stuff that we've got going on. How's the market doing? Uh, so, Brian, I mean, do you wanted to start off with getting into multiple streams of income? Yeah, dude, I so, think that's good. Um, kind of wanted to run through today where I think it's important to kind of diversify your income, right? So you might often hear oh, wealthy people never run off one source of income. And you mm -hmm. might think, oh, well, I got to start a business. I have to, you know, work another job to, to be able to do this. When in reality, you don't have to. You could do something as simple as investing $100 into a stock that has a dividend and you begin getting, say, $0.08 cents off that. You were that's still a another source of income, right? It, obviously, it's not a ton, but it's a start, right? That eight mm -hmm. cents turns into a dollar real quick. You know that dollar turns into five dollars over. Yeah, especially the more you add, if you're taking portions of your paycheck, especially nowadays where you have the option of buying uh, partial shares. Exactly. So your hundred dollars before, you're like, well, I can't even buy one share of Apple. I can't even buy one share of these these companies. I can start to buy a few shares, or I mean, partial shares of everything. So I can split my hundred dollars a paycheck or three hundred dollars a paycheck into a couple different companies that all offer a dividend. And then if I'm getting paid dividends, they they pay quarterly, some pay monthly, some pay annually. Um, you you can get set up where you're getting paid a dividend almost monthly. And if you're getting paid monthly, it might be a dollar or two, but add that up over time in your portfolio. And if you get two bucks 12 times a year, there's $24 extra just towards your investing. And the hopefully the value of those companies are going up as you're doing that. So one, you're making your money there. So you're making four, five, six, seven percent but then you're also making money in that dividend. Uh, so it's, it's definitely an, an interesting way to, I guess, use your money to grow itself rather than having it just sit in the bank doing nothing. Uh, and it's... Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, totally. I think it's important to really kind of sit down with yourself and say, hey, how much am I making now from my earned income, which we'll talk about. That's your main source. Your mm -hmm. earned income is going to be what what's your main driver what kind of lifts you off the ground and allows you to really begin putting money elsewhere to start other sources of income so nate do you want to kind of give a little rundown on what your favorite what you think the first four streams of income you should create are um okay yeah i guess so for me in my mind i would do obviously we were talking about is your main job that this supplies everything. This supplies your life. This pays for all of the bills that you have. This pays for anything that you could possibly need and gets you a little bit of money in your pocket each month that you have towards savings. So 
I, for some people, that might need to be two jobs. It depends on your life situation. It depends on what you have going on. But whatever gets you going and can get some money in your pocket and pays for all the bills, so you don't have to worry about that and have to start to create a business just to pay your bills. That's the hardest way to make a business is if you're relying on that to fund your life and fund a lifestyle, then you're going to be in a tough spot. But if you already have that funded and then you're starting the business on the side and you're working hard and you're still putting in six hours after work on your side business, then you're going to be doing a lot better uh, and you'll have more success because you won't be concerned about the money portion as much. Uh, so that too, I, I, because of my grandpa, my grandpa is obsessed with dividends and he just buys every single dividend. He's been doing it for 50 years probably. And he started with, I think he started with Xerox. I don't think they paid a dividend, but I think that was like his first company he ever actually like bought. Invested into, in. Yeah, invested yeah. into. And he bought the Law Street house in Pacific Beach with part of part of his down payment was the money that he made on that investment, which is super cool. Um, just kind of like a side story right there. But definitely dividends because I think it's, I don't know, in my mind, it's just the easiest way to make money is even if your company went down a little bit, they still pay you back for so being you investor, make money right? So then you it. make money <laughs> off of them. Um, three, I would say, and this is kind of like still working, but something that you actually enjoy doing. I was just reading about this. I pulled this up separately. I was going to talk about this separately, but it works perfectly with this is there's $1.2 trillion made annually in what is called like the gig economy and the part-time economy. If you've heard of, uh, was it Upwork? Yeah. Is that what, yeah. That, Upwork. That's what I get a lot of my contracting. Off yeah. Of. So you think of I Upwork, lived a year off do, of Upwork. Exactly. Yeah. You think of like Upwork, you think of Uber, you think of those types of things that are kind of like gig jobs, but Uber, not so much, but, um, I guess that's more of not really like a talent to drive, I guess, talking to people, you can get tips and stuff. Uh, but if you have some skill or you have some talent or you have something that you genuinely just enjoy doing, you can use that and you can offer that to companies. Companies will pay you at a discounted price because they don't have to pay for an employee. They don't have to pay all these extra things. Healthcare, they don't have to pay healthcare. And they'll, they'll hire you to do those things. So if you're somebody who likes photography, there's somebody who likes creating graphics online. If you're somebody who likes doing numbers, I mean, you, some people just love to do numbers. Some people love all these different things. You can take advantage of that and you can take advantage of your hobbies. You can take advantage of the things that you're interested in and you have actual skills in and start to do that to form some sort of lasting income. Uh, and another thing along those lines, instead of working, is if you start to create different online channels. So like, let's say you have some sort of blog or something like, like this is not new information that I'm, I'm telling you right now, but there's millions, probably not millions, but there's thousands of people out there who are just interested in one topic. They pick that one topic. They learn everything well, about it. They share kind of, that everything would, that about would be it. Us. It's, yeah, it's kind of like what we're doing. Exactly. Podcasting. podcasting, you podcasting know? Yeah. To be honest with you guys, we're not making money off of podcasting in any way. However, the future potential to make, you know, a thousand bucks a month, right? Mm -hmm. A thousand, him and I split it, 500 bucks. It's there in the future. Mm -hmm. You build something. You start with something small. Yeah, and, 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 it, and it's something that, 
hopefully in the future it carries on and I kick takes off and gets going right. And then all of that stuff that we've done in the past, all of those episodes, all of those things, every post, every video that we put out, all of those start to make money for us in the background. And it's not a lot, it's not a ton of money, but it's just another source of income for stuff that we did that wasn't really work. Like the, it's not really work talking to you guys. I mean, this is, it's difficult to set up, but we do, and we just enjoy doing this in the morning. Uh, it's, it's nice. It gets us going and moving, but it, those are the types of things that's like things you would do anyway. And things that you're interested in anyway, if you're just being creative with them and you're sharing those things, you can start to make a little bit of extra either money or you can help yourself in your own business life. And, it, and it's not really necessarily a source of income in cash or a source of income in assets. It's a source of income in knowledge and information that's going to help you progress in the future. Because there's stuff that I do on here that I talk about with people at work that opens up conversations and opens up different things where there's one person who at my office who now is talking to me about buying a house all because I was talking to them about our podcast one morning. It's fine. And, yeah. And so, so, so quickly, just two words each. What, what are they? So first one was main job. Second one was dividend, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Third one was gig. Mm -hmm. And then fourth one was like a small business. Yeah. Small of. business or sharing like just like a personal branded business yeah it's something that you, doesn't make any money yeah. but you enjoy it yeah you, you just enjoy it and you, it has potential for monetization yeah okay yeah yeah no i th i agree the the only one i would change so i think first one obviously a lot of people a lot of youtubers that already make a lot of money or someone that has a good job that i feel like downplay yes i think the most important one is your actual job your day-to-day -day, mm -hmm. you know income or your main source of income but you need a good one like you need a good good job to begin kind of being able to go out on these other things because if you're only you know saving twenty dollars a month it's gonna be really hard for you to start anything um at least like dividend wise so i think the first one is to do your job second one start doing gig work whether that be learning how to build websites, learning how to, as Nate used example, photography, learning some type of finance that you can help with, you know, so gig work being number two, so that you could start using that side money to go into my third one dividends. And my fourth one, your uh, small business uh, side business. Mm. I think those are my four ones in order. Mm -hmm. And and I think something interesting, like if you want to count this as side income as well is talking about that a good job and a good paying job i mean it doesn't have to be the best paying job in the world but if you can find a company that offers you some sort of employment match like an employer match to a retirement then money that you take and put into your retirement account to grow if they match that i mean there's automatic money right there that you didn't do anything but you were making your normal money and then you got two, four, 5% more just from your employer. And that's going to grow at another rate. But it's like those types of things. Like well, it's one, not just two. a job that's just, this is just a job to get me. Is it something you can find work and things you're interested in? And you can be, I don't know, you can be like a receptionist even at that job. And they're still going to offer you some sort of program if you're full time. Well, something too, I didn't mention that happens to be my favorite source 
that I'm building up and your favorite source that you're built, starting to build is real estate. I absolutely love real estate and I'm not a, I'm not an agent. I'm not like all I do in real estate right now. And I, I did it in the past a little bit was pretty much help source funding for projects. Now, the reason I love real estate is it's always needed, right? So you can buy a property and there's always going to be a way to make money off that property as long as it's not like a freaking piece of dirt out in the middle of nowhere, right? Renting the land. Somebody's always going to need a roof over their head so you could always rent it or there's always going to be a demand to buy and sell it. So, Or there's your third option to flip it and get equity into it. So I love real estate. I think there's like endless possibilities there. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people make that one seem a lot easier than it is. You have that your Grant Cardone's out that there that are like, just, you know, just go get a mentor. Just go get a mentor oh, yeah, that'll yeah. like <clears throat> pay for it. And it's like, okay, how easy is getting that mentor? Mm-hmm. So that, that that's definitely, to me, that's one of those more difficult ones to get into. Um, unless, you know, you could just go find yourself a mentor. Just go, you know. I hear if you just walk around a little bit longer, you'll find a mentor. Like, dude, I think that's the stupidest. I got people like that irk me so much. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you you want to get involved in real estate? Just just find a mentor that'll pay for it. Oh, okay. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> Can I find a mentor that'll just like add to my retirement a little bit early? True. Yeah. Like, if I find a mentor that just starts paying buying me dividend stocks i'll take it yeah no so i think that that's that's my favorite and it's a little bit harder to get into mm-hmm. but i think something that would be uh fun to do i guess this is more just us to do is try to make like little side businesses i was just thinking about it and like we could do like month at a time where it's like for this month like this is shopify Shopify month where we go. Oh, yeah, we, Shopify, we do like a store. Shopify store type of thing. But I'm talking about like a legit like this is your little business and you go out and you try to like actually make and convert and like do sales and real something. Like I because I was thinking because I was talking about this with you the other month or maybe like a couple weeks ago was back to like the real estate photography like the real estate photography thing. And in my mind I was like, Well, I have a camera, I have some lenses, but I could probably do that. I was like, invest like 400 bucks into another lens and then boom, there we go. I got my whole setup and then I can just create a little easy website, run ads, boom, see what I can get. And I think like doing something like that where each month we would do like a different, it doesn't have to be every month. Different but, side business. But like a different side business and try them out. And like, who knows? One of them could take off and be like, oh shoot, I accidentally created like a business business. But I think that would be fun. Uh, and I think it'd be interesting for you guys to see like, what are the actual, how do, how do I Steps, get clients? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like how, that's the hard part is you might have an idea, but how do I execute on actually getting a client? Cause I know Brian and I both have done contract, work, contract work. work where we were freelancing and we just had a skill and a talent that we had and we just went out and tried to find people. And I don't know if you ran ads on Facebook or Instagram or what you did, but mine were mostly word of mouth being, and I just started getting into. That's one one. thing I was kind of reminiscing on the other day because 
I truly think anyone right now, anybody can make at least $60,000 a year doing like gig work mm-hmm. because I I was sitting there the other day thinking about how I had two main clients, two main clients that ended up turning into close to 20 because of those two people. Mm-hmm. Those two people were referred me out so much that I had almost 19, I, I want to say it was like 19 people paying me at once. And each one of them was paying me a damn near $300 a month-ish, mm. you know? Which like, you add that up, that's pretty good money. And the work that they all paid me for took me maybe a day to do. Yeah, I had I had some people who were paying me to literally just create two emails a week it was just do that and then i would put them on the on their website i would there'd be like a post that went with the email and then that email would be sent out to everybody in their thing and then it would basically just oh the email sit, marketing yeah, yeah and it would just have their post so they could click on it it'd go to the website and then it took them and then there was always an option to get a haircut and whatever deals they had going on. And I would just like incorporate that into the post. There'd be little pop-ups that would come up. And I was like, that work took maybe an hour and a half. It was like super fast. I, all I had to do was research like, what the heck is a balayage? <laughs> like different types of like hairstyle things. Yeah. And then just send that out. And I was like, maybe a total hour and a half of work. And they would pay me like 300 bucks, 500 for like each, each every two weeks of one of those well, things. And I was like, many of you guys might think that. If you guys made so much money off this, why aren't you still doing it and rich as hell? Well, some of us mess up. Like, I personally, one thing if you're doing contract work, if you know contracts are coming up the end, make sure you apply for more or make sure you start like trying to go out for more. Because so when times are good, times are great in contracting. When times are bad, times are terrible. So. Personally, I had a bunch of contracts coming to end, and I didn't go out and seek anymore. I or I wasn't preparing. I was just, you know, taking in the money I had while I could, and it was a good mistake. I don't know. I learned from it. Yeah, I don't really mind. Learn. It's always yeah, it's always good learning. I think that's like one thing that you biff and you bomb, and you're like, oh shoot, I've got no money. Well, guess I'm restarting here. And then that's the that's the great thing about being alive is that you can just end of the day it doesn't work you can go get a job try something new yeah. uh, but you can go get a job like that's the coolest part it's like and then that's a great thing when you go into your business and so you're, like, when you're applying that was one of the first things that the people said was like oh what have you been doing like the past year and a half and i was telling them all the stuff i was doing and they're like oh like what company did you work for i was like oh no i like did this myself and i just like created it myself and here's what i did and they're like well how'd you do that and i literally explained to them like yeah, how people love I, it. yeah they, i like explained to them like, how i created my little business and made money and they were like wow that's so fascinating and they're like oh wow we can use a lot of those things and a lot of those skills that you learned i mean those are things that we need in different aspects of our business well and, and if you go off to and start a business like especially if you're in college i don't know if we have any college listeners i really hope we do but if you're in college start something that makes zero money now just start it and just make zero money because I was able to sell myself out of school due to my business. I sold myself out of school to another company, the company I work for now. 
and I, I would say like I probably make a uh, better than most people that I actually I, I know I make better than most people I graduated with and I have better opportunity because of that you know I was mm-hmm. able to kind of sell that skill like it's it's a, a little bit it's completely different than what I was doing actually but they say, oh, you actually have experience in something opposed to a lot of these people that don't have experience in anything other than like retail and part-time jobs. Mm-hmm. So start a, especially if you don't find an internship, internships are extremely competitive. Start a business and use that as your quote unquote internship. Yeah. Or use that as your education. Yeah. Like, like you might, especially if you're somebody who doesn't have the education factor, Right. If you either A, you can't afford it or B, you just never went to college and you were working or let's say you like a lot of people work for their family, help support their family, all that different type of stuff. If you're one of those people who are doing that, you can start that side business and it doesn't even need to be successful. But if let's say you go to a job a year later and they're going to look at it and they're not going to ask you how much you made, they're just going to say, what'd you do? Ask your right? experience. Yeah. yeah. And you, you can tell them all that stuff and you can be like, yeah, I only had one client, but they don't need to know I had one client. They just know that I worked hard and did this and I can explain what I was doing and what the value proposition I brought was and why I did it. Those are all things that someone, if somebody came to me and wanted to be like an assistant for me and they could show me all of those things that they've done, I'd be like, oh, heck yeah. Like you look like you know what you're doing you're like you're a go-getter. you can you think can, on your yeah feet. Like you can do those things like i would definitely hire you as either assistant or marketing manager or something like that you know and those are all those are all things that every business needs yeah i mean so i think i was the key takeaways from today i know it's a little bit different we did something rather than go over the market our thoughts on the market we did something on how you can make make extra money outside your job mm-hmm or how you can create different streams of income. So I think your our main takeaway for today is to go through, think about things as simple as dividends, as simple as interest income off of stocks, as simple as gig jobs, little side businesses you can start, and, and really kind of create different streams of income for yourself because especially when the economy is bad, it's going to help you. It's going to help you decide, you know, okay, maybe I'm not making money here, but at least I have the money over here to kind of supplement for what I'm losing on. So it's, it's really important to have multiple sources. Um, and it kind of takes the pressure off life. You know, if you get fired from your job, but you're making an extra three grand on the side, you know, four grand on the side, then it's going to help. So Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main takeaway yeah. for today. Yeah. Do we want to even go into stocks? Or we... I think we could save it for we're good. Save right. it for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I've been Nate. I've been Brian. And this has been Margin Call Media. Let's get liquidated. <laughs>